0: You're listening to hashtag nofilter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self improvement addict, and hoax with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at just plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. If you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, go and give us a follow at NoFieldToItZach on the Instagram, or you can always join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. This Wednesday, I have Ronald Richards, legal analyst and Los Angeles attorney Ronald Richards on the hashtag no with Zach Peter podcast, and he's answering all of our burning questions about the Tom Girardi, Erica Girardi, Erica Chahoy, Erica Jane cases. The cases, the scandal, um, we break it all down. Everything, all the top, all the questions that were top of mind for me in terms of like what's going to happen? Could he actually get away with this? Could she actually get away with this? Will we be seeing her behind bars? He answers all of those questions for me as a lawyer here in Los Angeles, as a legal analyst, as somebody that has experience not only in LA law but just in the lawyer world. Um, he talks to me about his experience with Tom Girardi prior to the scandal breaking. Um, and what the future could actually look like. And I was surprised by some of his predictions. I think you may be too. So get ready this Wednesday, Ronald Richards, and you can follow him at Ronald Richards on Twitter. He's always tweeting about the latest like breaking news and sharing court documents and updates about the cases. So definitely check him out and stay tuned for this Wednesday. This Thursday, every Thursday, I started it last week and I figured, why don't we just like continue to do like a a happy hour on Thursday. So this Thursday on Instagram Live at No Filter with Zach on the show account at No Filter with Zach. um, Thursday evenings at 530 Pacific, 830 Eastern. And on my YouTube, youtube.com slash Just Zach, I'm going to be going live so we can go live together, chat about the Housewives episodes this week. So Atlanta, possibly Dallas, if you're interested in Dallas, and the... Um, Real Housewives of New Jersey. I figured since I break down the news, we have, you know, you you get to listen and watch the show and, and obviously comment or leave reviews. And then on Wednesdays, we have the interviews and we also have all of these Housewives episodes in between, but we don't always get an opportunity to like chat together. So I figured let's do a Thursday night happy hour. I'll have a drink. You can have a drink with me and we'll go live and we'll just kind of gab about what you thought of this week's podcast episodes of what you thought about this week's Housewives episodes or any other tea that you have heard. Throughout the week that you want to gab about and just kind of you know have a, a conversation, and if some of you want to go live with me on the Instagram, I'm not against that either. You can request it, and maybe we'll we'll chat about it. But yes, that will be happening every Thursday, 5:30 Pacific, 8:30 Eastern. So mark your calendar right now on Instagram Live at no Filter with Zach and on YouTube at uh, YouTube.com/slashJustPlainZach. Now I know last week I didn't do any shout outs or um, read any reviews and I apologize. So I will do a little I'll give a little extra love this week. Um I wanna shout out Ellie 1020, who left a review on iTunes, and this person said juicy and informative. I used to watch him on Afterbuzz when he covered one of the Bravo shows, forgot which one, it was Vanderpump Rules, and I also covered um Real Housewives of New York. I was pleased to discover that he had a podcast. He has good information and covers it thoroughly. I know some people complain that he talks too fast, but I appreciate his energy. Finally, somebody that appreciates me for my fast talking. Thank you, Ely1020. Love you. Appreciate you. Karen VD. I remember Karen VD. She's been listening for a while. Five stars. I've been following Zach for a couple of years. I started listening to him when I was living in Amsterdam, the Netherlands, as I needed to feel a part of the USA somehow. Now I live in San Diego. Oh, yay. Welcome to SoCal, Karen VD. Um, and I'm still listening to him. He literally is the best tea ever. Love you, Zach. Thanks for always making my day. Well, thank you, Karen. I have some really good tea about Brandy Redman that we'll be breaking down later today. It's, it's really juicy. And Vicky he has kind of uh, spoken out. Scott and Tinsley's breakup. We're going to break down. Um, overserved with Lisa Vanderpump. I watched that, so I'm, I have lots of, of thoughts and feelings. But thank you, Karen. And last shout out, and before we get to all the tea, last shout out by Armv4. Armv4 is how I going to pretend that is pronounced. And I'm sorry if I'm butching your names. And feel free to leave your any handles that you want me to shout out when I read these. This person says so great. Zach pre- presents a good podcast. He has an ex. He has excellent interview skills and such interesting guests, and gets right into the topics that I want to hear. That's what I tried to do for you, arm 4 This is my new favorite podcast. I love to laugh and listen to other podcasters impersonating celebrities, but this podcaster has more light and factual style. You will agree. It's informative and entertaining in another way. Zach is refreshing. It's a refreshing change of pace podcast if you love pop culture stuff and bravo. Well, thank you, RMV4. Thank you, Karen Von D. And thank you, Ellie1020. All right. I appreciate you guys. Please keep leaving me those iTunes reviews. I might start doing some YouTube comment shout outs if you want to leave some YouTube comments. I know I haven't done those before, but I think I might just to, to keep spreading that love because I appreciate you guys. All right. Let's talk about all of the happenings this week. Let's start with Overserved with Lisa Vanderpump, which finally premiered on E! Did you catch it? Did you love it? I didn't hate it, I will say that. I was expecting it to be a lot better than it actually was. Um, I just thought this was a much more, like, f- uh informal sort of format for her that I thought she would probably enjoy as a hostess, as someone that's really good at kind of keeping the conversations going. I thought this would be a really natural element for her, which it was. Um, I really enjoyed like when Chelsea Handler had her show on Netflix, her talk show, and she would do like dinner roundtables. I thought those were fun. You laughed, you drank, you got to learn about, you had to dive into topics that were a little heavier and you got to learn stuff. And I really appreciated and enjoyed those segments on that show, and I think that was probably those are when she was her strongest on that talk show after Chelsea lately. And so, I mean, I, that's the type of show that I would love to host one day. It's kind of like a dinner style format um, where you 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 do get to have fun, you do, you do get to laugh, but you also get to have some strong takeaways and you get to learn something at the end of the day as well. Um, with Lisa Vanderpump, I don't think she's found her footing yet as a host. I've listened to her podcast. It's not terrible. I just don't think podcasting is necessarily her lane or her forum, and I don't think it's where she's her strongest. I was expecting a little more. On the first episode, we have Viv- we had Vivica A. Fox, and we had Lance Bass and his husband, Michael. And it was cute. I thought it was cute. There were some lighthearted, funny-ish moments. Um I think it was a little awkward to have Vivica A. Fox, who had never met Lisa or Lance Bass before. And then there was Lance and his husband, who obviously knew Lisa and were very close to Lisa and have been friends with Lisa for many years. So the chemistry was a little different. It was a little off. I didn't really see much of an opportunity for there to be an icebreaker, which you would normally want to do when you have somebody that's coming to your house for the first time. Uh, you just kind of want to break that ice and have that tension sort of relieved, whereas I feel like Vivica A. Fox was very, like, she was very up- Appetite. Like, she had to stick up her ass the entire night. She was trying to have fun, but she was also just trying to hold it together. So when Lisa Vanderpump asked her, like, where's the craziest place you've ever, you've ever had sex? Vivica was like, um, I owe uh, 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 you. And it was just a little awkward for her. You could tell. And then Lance Bass... His husband got faced, which was really fun to watch, and I appreciated that. But I would probably give episode one of Oversword with Lisa Vanderpump probably a 6 out of 10, because I believe that they tried. I believe it was a solid start, um, and I have hoped that this could potentially be something more or better as long as they find their footing and when you have a first episode of a new show and somebody that's in a new format, it takes a while to get there. So I'm hoping it gets better. I actually do have faith that this will be a better place for her. I know a lot of people don't like Lisa Vanderpump, but I actually don't think this is a terrible place for her. Lala Kent and Randall Emmett welcomed their baby girl. I know this is a little old, um, but it was all over Instagram that she has been sharing pictures of her little baby girl, Ocean Kent Emmett Ocean is the baby's name Kent is the middle name which I believe is inspired by her father and Emmett is obviously Randall's last name but I think they look so happy to have this new baby girl, just like Stassi and Bo. I know a lot of people have a lot of feelings about Stassi or have a lot of feelings about Lala, but like this is a precious time for them. They just had a baby, um, and it's it's special. And congrats to Lala and congrats to to Randall. And hopefully Randall doesn't steal any more money from Fofty because you know Fofty will blast it. And Fofty is petty like that, that he, you know, he's going to get real shady. And I, I'm not going to lie. I'm here for it. So maybe I don't feel bad about him taking more money from Fofty. Because if he does, then we get more shady. We get more petty spaghetti Instagram posts from 50 Cent. And I like it. Give it to me, Fofty. Give it to me, Fofty. All night long. Tiffany Moon from Real Housewives of Dallas and Crystal Minkoff from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills also have spoken out this past week. A lot of people have expressed their support for the Asian American and Pacific Islander communities. Um, Obviously, following the tragic shootings in Atlanta and the Asian women that lost their lives, that is very tragic. My heart goes out to their families. My heart goes out to the community in Atlanta, and Tiffany Moon and Crystal Minkoff are using their platforms, even though they're newer housewives, they're using their platforms to speak out on behalf of the their fellow Asian American and Pacific Islander brothers and sisters, and I think it's it's great. I think it's great that the Bravo shows are starting to have more diversity. I think it's really great that we're seeing different ethnic backgrounds. I um, I think I was watching a video when we were getting to know crystal. Now that they're, you know, doing little teasers on the Bravo exclusives on the Bravo website. And she was talking about, you know, being raised very culturally. She's Chinese and how she was raised with that culture very much. And even to this day, she cooks Chinese dishes. And, you know, you see that as your parents, like for myself, I... I think I'm like fourth or fifth generation here in America now, so a lot of that culture has gotten diluted a little bit. So when you see people with immigrant parents that are still in our that are alive and and can continue to um, encourage those cultural the um, what am I trying to say? Like the the traditions that that's the word that I'm looking for. Their cultural tradition traditions and they're you know continuing to teach teach their children how to speak in their native language and you know keeping those traditions alive. I think that that's great because it's America and obviously we're just one big melting pot with a lot of different diversity. And now we're we're starting to see that reflected a lot more on television. I know a lot of people come out and they're like, hold up, wait a minute. I think it's dumb that we're picking people based off of color, but it's not necessarily trying to single out people of color and make them, you know, a token on television. But it's just about really magnifying the scope of what we see on our television and giving more representation to people that that are from different cultural backgrounds that can can share those experiences on television. And I think it's great that we have housewives like Tiffany and like Crystal. And I look forward to seeing what they bring to the future, you know, on Bravo and what Bravo, how Bravo will continue to push those conversations forward and continue to highlight and amplify people of color because that hasn't been something that's been amplified in our culture or on television as much. I know people are like, well, we have Oprah and we have, you know, all of these people of color that are really famous. But it's like, yes, we have, you know, one or two here or there. But I think normalizing it and, and, and kind of just giving us more access to those cultures on television, I think is great. And it's continuing to grow. And it's not a bad thing. So stop hating. All right. And yes, please show your support to the Asian American and Pacific Islander communities. Um, they need our love right now and I'm sending my love out to them. Um, even though Tiffany Moon has said that she might be leaving Real Housewives of Dallas, that she sees it as being like virtually impossible that she would come back for a second season because, you know, she has a a real career that keeps her busy. She's a doctor and like, you know, obviously it's, it's challenging to film, and so I I think she has changed. I feel like Real Housewives of Dallas has been a little boring this season. And I feel like she's really kind of changed the show. And I hope she sticks around. I hope they give her that paycheck to keep her around. Because I actually like Tiffany Moon. Okay? And I'll just say that. Vicky Gumbelson from formerly of Real Housewives of Orange County is pissed. She is P-I-S-S-E-D. Pissed at Bravo executives because she has heard about the Real Housewives All-Stars show that is going to be taping in Turks and Caicos, Well. That's the rumors that they're going to be taping this April for a week in Turks and Caicos with current housewives. And Vicky is, she is mad because she is like, uh-uh, no way, Jose. I was supposed to be on that show. I had a contract last year. We were supposed to film it in April, and obviously everything got shut down, and we weren't able to actually film and fly out anywhere. But she's pissed because she was she had a signed contract that was signed by Bravo, and she, it was signed by her, and they were ready to go and film the show. Now she says that she's heard crickets, and she hasn't heard a d- Damn thing about it. And now we have all these leaks coming out. And now apparently Luann DeLeseps from Real Housewives of New York has signed on to do the show, which originally, I don't think Luann's name was being tossed around in some of the rumors. I thought it was Ramona and Sonia, but. Luann says she's here for it, and she's ready to do her cabernet in the Turks and the Caicos, and Vicky is not having it. And like I said, when I first heard this rumor, when I first found out that this was going to be a thing, um, that this show is going to be happening, Vicky's name was on the list of people that I heard was going to be participating in, the, in this show. It was going to be not not really – it wasn't necessarily an all-stars, but it was more of like an OGs type of Show when I first heard about it, and like I said, they was supposed to tape early next year, which is when 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 I heard about it. So now that it's not taping, obviously not in 2020. Now it's taping in 2021. But now that the concept has changed, I'm curious to see how it all kind of plays out. And obviously, there are housewives like Vicky and I assume some others that were made some offers that signed some contracts that are like hold up wait a minute where's my camera time and it just seems like they keep dissing Vicky left and right and Vicky's thirsty and I'm not a fan of Vicky and she's a little annoying but I'm also kind of like like I kind of feel for her like they really she really was kind of an OG in the housewives franchise and they really have kind of I understand she's not humble she doesn't seem to be very grateful but at the same time I just feel like there's a level of respect that we could Pay to her as one of the the women that led the charge and was one of the forefront the um the housewives that kind of opened the gates to all of this. So I hate that I'm actually sympathizing with Vicky, but I am. All right, let's talk about Scott and Tinsley. Tinsdale has had her happy ending. That bubble has popped. It has turned midnight, and her carriage has turned into a pumpkin, and she has lost her shoe, and she's likely not going to get that Louboutin back. So Scott and Tinsley are broken up. Scott released a statement to people basically saying we're over. We've been broken up for several months. I'm now releasing the statement to let the world know that we are broken up. We are donezos, and it is not happening. We are not getting married. The engagement is off. And now sources are coming out saying that tinsley was blindsided by this she's like hold up wait a minute i was in love with you i thought you know we had this on again off again sort of relationship that's obviously annoying we've all had a friend that's had that on again off again sort of situation where we're just like you shouldn't even be with this person it's time that you just break up and like chill homie like let's not do this anymore you deserve so much better you like should have some self-respect for yourself and like not engage in this anymore and you know That's where we're at. So apparently Tinsley was blindsided. um, But according to sources close to Scott, they're saying that Tinsley wasn't taking a hint that he kept trying to break up with her. But she was used to him breaking up with her because that was kind of their relationship prior to the engagement was they were on again, off again, on again, again, on again, off again, which is why you see the women grilling her. We saw them grilling her on the yacht when Bethany was like, well, what's the deal? Do you love him? Are you in love with him? Can you see yourself marrying him? And then in Dorinda's last season, we saw her and she was really like, she was like, well, be honest. Are you with him? Or are you not with him? Like, just be honest. You're not being honest with your life. Now, obviously, there were other rumors that when Dorinda was telling her to be honest, that there were um, allegations of abuse that Dorinda was trying to bring to the forefront that Dorinda was aware of. And that's why she was telling Tinsley she needed to be honest and not be with Scott and like just end. with him and we didn't really get to see that because allegedly that wasn't something bravo really wanted to touch or the allegations weren't proven so it wasn't something we really wanted to dive into further this could be just rumors and speculation but those were the rumors that were going on especially around the reunion Um, and that's why dorinda was so upset when um, john took money from scott about the commercial when dorinda didn't want him to take scott's money so It seemed like she was very protective of Tinsley, but she was also very, you know, hard on Tinsley and was bullying her quite a bit. But so they've had that tumultuous on again, off again sort of relationship. And from former employees of Scott's, he apparently is a little verbally abusive and just a little harsh. But they've apparently been broken up for months. Um, He doesn't like the fame is what he claims and her lifestyle was just it was too much on the show that's why he said he would propose to her if she left the show and then she left the show and he proposed to her and it just it didn't end up going anywhere and I don't think he really ever had any intention of actually marrying her I think he liked the idea of having her as arm arm candy but like let's be real Scott like are you really going to be getting somebody as gorgeous as Tinsley that's going to want to be with not that he's a bad guy, but like, I mean, come on, like Tinsley is a catch and she was definitely lowering the bar to be with Scott. Obviously he's a successful businessman and he has a lot of money, but like money isn't everything. And he doesn't seem to have a great personality. He, I mean, I'm sure some people find him attractive. He's not attractive to me. I'll say that I wouldn't be, you know, I wouldn't be banging him for, for that lifestyle. I would work my ass off and, and make that lifestyle myself so that I wasn't asked out like Tinsley. And now she has no job, no money, no man, and she's kind of just on her own because she doesn't have housewives anymore. She, all she's really going to be doing now is doing some Instagram posts. She's going to be getting that FabFitFun money. But apparently Scott hates the fame, but at the same time, he released a solo statement to people announcing their breakup, whereas like, if they really were mutually broken up, you would think it would be a joint statement that they would release together, that they would maybe post on Instagram or something like I just think him releasing a statement to people sounds a little thirsty. Um, And so I don't know if he necessarily doesn't enjoy the fame. I think he actually does enjoy the fame. I think he actually does enjoy the attention. And this was his way of kind of continuing to elongate that now that people were not as interested in them because they were just engaged but then again there's the argument that could be that like well maybe you know there was also the wedding and that was obviously going to bring a lot of publicity to him and his business i don't know where his head's at i don't think he ever really loved tinsley i don't think he ever really wanted to marry her i think um he fed her a lot of little white lies that turned into big fairy tale lies that ultimately left her on her booty with nothing but her pride so She's going to go home and cry to her mama and she's going to be fucking miserable all over again. And you know what, Tinsley, you created this reality. You wanted this so badly when you, I think in your heart deep down, you really knew this wasn't the guy for you and you made your bed, you got to sleep in it. I don't feel that bad for her. I feel bad that she doesn't get her fairy tale happy ending, but I don't feel bad that it didn't happen with Scott because we all saw that coming. And she continued to engage in this relationship with him and continued to go back to him. If the allegations of abuse are true, then I think that's obviously, you know, that complicates things a lot more. But... I just, I don't, in terms of her not getting her fairy tale happy ending with Scott, I don't, I personally just don't feel that bad for her. She chose this life. She wanted him. She chose to get back with him, knowing that they had this sort of contentious relationship that was on again, off again. And sorry, Tinsdale. Hopefully you end up back in New York and can get your job back or, or something, girl. But you really walked away from a lot and broke your contract and put all your eggs in this one basket. And Dorinda saw it coming. Clip. All right, let's talk about Brandy Redmond from Real Housewives of Dallas. Holy guacamole, holy guacamole and cheese. Okay, so um, we saw that Brandy was teasing a potential exit from Real Housewives of Dallas when she posted on her Instagram about thanking her fans, but like choosing happiness. And then there was a blind item that came out that we covered on this show. Again, a blind item or like anonymous submissions online. There's a blind item that came out that suggested that Brandy could potentially, um, her husband may have had an affair with another woman and that their son Bruin is actually the love child from that affair and that's why he looks so much like Brian, Brandy's husband, and that Bruin was... Um, a baby from that affair that Brian had and that there was infidelity and they chose to secretly adopt Bruin and take him in as their own. They, um, Apparently, the adoption agency couldn't find or I I think it was a a social worker that wasn't able to find a home for Bruin because apparently in Dallas, there wasn't as high of a demand for baby boys. A lot of couples really just wanted baby girls and there wasn't a demand for baby boys. So even though Brandy and her husband weren't looking to adopt, they conveniently happened to end up on this social workers list. And I I believe it was through the help of Stephanie, they were able to adopt a baby Bruin And he just coincidentally happened to look a lot like Brian Redman. So now that is that was the news from prior. There is a new blind item that has come out that is suggesting that, um, again, this doesn't name Brian or Brandy, but it does sort of suggest based off of the details that it dances around that this could potentially be Brandy and Brian. But this new blind item is suggesting that the husband has some incriminating footage of said housewife and um, she's apparently very drunk in the video and it's just a hot mess. I would in, from what I've read about it, I would imagine it would be like a David Hasselhoff sort of video that his daughter filmed of him when he was like a hot mess. So I would assume it's like one of those drunken sort of um, videos. If this is Brandy and Brian, it sounds like their relationship is also very contentious. It sounds like their relationship is also very. There doesn't seem to be a lot of love there if this is the case. So around the same time this blind blind item started circulating, there was a video of Brian at a or allegedly of Brian, even though if you ask me, it does look a lot like Brian of Brian out at a club. This was clearly pre 2020 because I don't think there are any like clubs that are that busy and pop in in. Since everything kind of got shut down, even even in Texas, I don't believe that that's happening. But um, it it was it looks like it was a club night out. And he was making out with this woman. It looks like he was potentially possibly even like spitting in her mouth or something. It looked very like it was way too hot to handle. It was way too hot and heavy. And I was like, no way, Jose. No, thank you. I don't need all of... I don't need that much saliva down my throat. That just sounds like, you know, coronavirus just trying to get up all in my body. And I'm just like, Mm-mm, no way, Jose. Now, I don't even think I would make... Well, I probably have. And I probably ended up on somebody's Snapchat when I got drunk but i mean you know you just you have to be a little aware and mindful of your surroundings but when you're that drunk i guess you just you go for it but i think it it was it was it was fucking disgusting if you ask me it was gross the way that they were making out and it looked like he was spitting in her mouth but you can't really tell if it doesn't look like that was what was happening but it kind of looked like that was what was happening but anyway so the video started circulating um brandy posted something else cryptic about god i don't know she's always posting these cryptic things but so after that started circulating and this blind item was going around saying that he, uh, the husband was going to release incriminating footage of the housewife of this Southwestern housewife, Now there is there are new allegations that were, that were shared by Bravo and cocktails. They posted some um, DMs that someone sent in saying that Brandy actually had an affair herself. And she had an affair allegedly with country music singer Taylor Phillips. Uh, who is from Nashville? He has a wife. So he is also married, but they were both married and both apparently met when he had a show out in Dallas and he met Stephanie and Brandy. And apparently, Brandy, or sorry, Stephanie went home alone that night and Brandy went home with Taylor Phillips. And the two had Boom Boom in the bedroom and they banged it all night long. So is that true? Who knows? um, Someone close to Taylor that's friends or in that kind of friend circle is the one that ended up DMing Bravo and Cocktails. They're the ones that released it. And then I think Gaze by Bravo ended up uh, screen grabbing it and posting it, which is where it, it came to me. And so they apparently had an affair together after meeting at the show in Dallas. And so people are like, oh, well, How do we know that that's true? How do we know that this is actually... How do we know they actually did meet? Well, then you go and look at Taylor Phillips' music Instagram, and you see that he has a photo with the housewives, with Stephanie and with Brandy, giving them a little shout-out, too. Um, Let's see. So it's the two of them. It looks like they're at some sort of, likely like an after-party or some sort of club or something, and he said, hanging out with the realest, real housewives. Nice meeting, y'all. See ya in Nash soon. And then Brandy said can't wait with the hands up emoji and a circle hearts emoji y'all rocked last night good times with amazing people now if they actually did boom boom in the bedroom would they be would he be posting a picture with her and would she be commenting like that I don't know I feel like if you have an affair if you are cheating you kind of try to make sure that there are no fingerprints you make sure that you're not following each other like you don't go and follow your mistress on Instagram like that's just stupid you know what I mean I get it that they're both like notable. And obviously with the popularity of Real Housewives of Dallas, it does seem like, um, you know, If some if you were you were an up and coming music star, obviously he he seems to be doing very well for himself because he has written a lot of songs for other I believe Luke Bryan was one of the the other country star country music stars that he's written music for. So he's obviously very successful and does well for himself. But in terms of his own personal clout and fame, you know, you can see why he would want to post a picture with the housewives. Do I believe that they hooked up? Obviously, Brian did some, you know, some, some shady business in the the hotel room because he was seen making out with this woman and there's actual video footage of them making out. A photo of Brandy being together with this guy. Who knows if that's actually true or not. Obviously, there's a friend that, that believes that it's true because according to this friend, Taylor is the one that said that he and Brandy hooked up and slept together I just don't I just think it's messy if you're going to post a photo of someone unless the photo was posted before they hooked up like he posted a photo and you know posted it on Instagram and then they hooked up later that night that's a possibility but then for her to comment on it and be like yeah I can't wait to see you in Nashville I also think that's a little kind of dumb to do if they really did sleep together I think it's very possible that they actually slept together and probably and Brandy probably did it because her husband is has been fooling around on her. And maybe they just kind of have that relationship where if you're going to sleep with somebody else, I'm going to sleep with somebody else. And like, what do I care? You don't respect our relationship. I don't respect our relationship. And dun, dun, dun. And it just kind of continues on. And then you have baby Bruin. And then it just, you know, here we are talking about it on hashtag to with Zach Peter. Let me know what you guys think. Do you think Brandy Redman has cheated on her husband, Brian? Do you believe that Brian was spitting in this woman's mouth? Do you think that Tinsley will ever find her happy ending? Did you ever expect her and Scott to last? Because I know I didn't. Are you sad that Vicky is not going to be on this Real Housewives All-Stars style show? Um, are you going to continue watching Overserved with Lisa Vanderpump? Did you watch it before? Are you going to continue to watch it? Did you like it? Let me know. Slide into my DMs this Thursday, 5.30 Pacific, on Instagram and on YouTube.com slash I'm going to be going live, so you can join the live chat. You can let me know what your thoughts were of everything we broke down on this episode and my interview with Ronald Richards, which is coming out this Wednesday, where we break down all the Tom Girardi stuff. So this Thursday, live on Instagram at no Filter with Zach and on YouTube, YouTube.com slash 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 Eastern. Get your drink and let's let's gab. Let's spill some tea together, yo. Please subscribe to hashtag New Filter with Zach Peter on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, youtube.com slash just plain Zach. Subscribe so you get videos and subscribes so that you know when new episodes are dropping. Join my private Facebook group, which is in the link in the description below. We always have really good hot conversations that we uh, dissect on the Facebook page. So please join and uh, yeah. I will talk to you guys this Wednesday when I have my interview with Ronald Richards. Until then, uh, cheers. Bye.